0: FM HD 2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating, about restaurants, about cooking, about dining out, dining in. If there's ever anything you've ever wondered about in terms of restaurants, you know, dishes that you can make yourself at home, or dishes that you used to make or your mother used to make a long time ago, and now you no longer have the recipe and you're trying to find what it might have been, Call us, because uh, I may not know, very likely I might not know uh, the exact name of the the recipe you're looking for or whatever. Uh, But uh, there's also the chance that when we let other people know about it, and we have thousands of people listening to us, they will know. So somebody in our listenership will uh, be able to satisfy your uh, your cravings and uh, for what you, you love to eat. So if there's something out there you've been trying to uh, get a bead on, call us, really. I mean, uh, this, I'm not claiming to be you know, a great uh, master of knowing everything and, that has ever been written in the history of the world, but uh, we can find you something. So uh, call us, 260-6368. Also, if you have had a really great dinner somewhere, Call us and tell us about it. You really uh, would be doing a great favor for everybody, C- certainly not only for me, because there are a lot of people out there who are uh, just looking for certain dishes, but they are open to trying totally new dishes, too. And uh, if, you, uh, if you tell them, they'll be very happy to have that recipe, and they might play around with it and come up with the newest, most brilliant chef uh, or b- brilliant dishes in the history of humanity. So, uh, you know, we, we'd be happy to hear from you about anything you've been playing around with in your kitchen and for things that uh, are that you wish you still had but you don't. Call us at 260-6368. Please know that anything you want to bring up that's even vaguely on the subject of eating, drinking, restaurants, cooking, you know, cooking and all that stuff... Is always welcome here. As a matter of fact, you don't know how excited I get when you tell me something that you found or that something is on your mind and you wanted to talk about it. I would love to feel to, to uh, hear from you and to talk about this stuff. 260 6368 is our number. Let me give it to you again 260 628. No, wait, that's not it. Two 26- <laughs> Let's try again. Call right now. Get right in. Love to hear from you. And in the meantime, uh, my wife and my daughter and my son. Is that all? Who is with us? Yeah, I think so. Uh, We had uh, lunch today at uh, the restaurant Shia, which uh, had won some very large uh, ratings and uh, prizes a couple of years ago. It was originally created by uh, John Besh, and uh, he has uh, quite a background on that. And there's a long story to be told about uh, about John Besh and about his restaurants. Uh, let's just say we're talking about one of the most memorable people in the history of the business uh, lo- locally, but the rest of it I'd leave it up to you. Uh, I thought we would... Uh, I have their whole menu for today, and they don't change their menu all that often. So if I give you some of this... And I'm gonna give it to you a little bit at a time, so you can think about it. Uh, and uh, we'll just uh, do this for all of the what I seem to me to be the best issues that they have. And anyway, we were there today, and uh, in the first category of, of uh, recipes here is one category called salatim, and uh, these are fairly small, kind of like salad, like cool. Uh, not really complicated dishes, but very good dishes. So what we have here uh, is something that sells, or oh, you can get there, are three different varieties of this. One of them is called Ikra, I-K-R-A. It has nothing to do with okra, as far as I know. Uh, it has some whipped tree, uh, cream cheese in it with paddlefish caviar. Paddlefish is one of those uh, unusual Fish that live out in the Mississippi River and in the ponds on either side of the river, among other places. Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, so uh, they're over at uh, the restaurant. uh, uh, Shia, they are doing a dish with this. And I said uh, whipped cream cheese and paddlefish caviar and shallots. Or you can move on to the second item here. It's called a baba ganoush. You may well have been eating baba ganoush for quite a few years. It first appeared on the uh, food horizon in the 1980s. I remember the first restaurant ever to open that had that kind of food. Anyway, baba ganoush is something you find throughout all of the uh, parts of of good restaurants uh, out there in the Middle East. And uh, anyway, this is one of them. And typically what they do with baba ganoush is they smoke it a little bit, and it's completely cooked by that point. And then they serve it with a creamy eggplant, green, olive, uh, green onion, and olive oil, uh, sort of a dip that you can use. And you can do this with their, that, that uh, bread that they serve over there, uh, which is just irresistible. Uh, third thing, something called labneh. If you eat labneh, you are supposed to live forever, uh, as far as I can remember. Anyway, they have a sumac and olive oil that they make for serving this in. And I know sumac, you think, well, what, what is this? Uh, you know, But uh, sumac can be a, a, a v- wide variety of different ingredients, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's poison. Of course, it isn't at all. So it's just one of those funny things. But anyway, those are three of the items that were uh, uh, on the menu that we uh, saw today when we went over there. Uh, This is all coming from uh, Shia, the restaurant. It's on Metairie Road, a couple of blocks off of Napoleon Avenue. Our number is two six zero six three six eight. Why am I talking like this? I don't. Uh, Call us, would you? And we can give you something much, much more listenable than that garbage. So please, two six zero six three six eight. How about it? If you've never called a radio show before, perfect time to do it. Do you like to eat? I'll give you some ideas that you've never heard of or thought about before. You'll probably, if if all goes well, you'll give me a recipe or two as well. How about it? Come on, two six zero six three six eight. We had a an, an assistant. Uh, host of our show for a couple of days this week, but she couldn't make it today, so uh, boy, do I miss her. You know, the, the, the program gets better the more people we have talking on, on it, so you'd be helping us a lot, but you know what, what do I deserve that for? Uh, give me a call and uh, let me know what's going on, culinarily speaking. Our program today is sponsored by the uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Uh, we've talked uh, before about the uh, hamburgers for which they have become famous after oh, about 25 years, maybe. Uh, today, I thought we would say a few words about the seafood aspect of New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Uh, back in the years when I was just learning how to eat and how to cook and all of that, I, uh, I wanted to eat more catfish, and I got more catfish most of the time, but it seemed to me it was all going downhill in those days for catfish. And uh, you never knew what you were going to get if you would go into a restaurant and you would get the catfish, fried catfish. And it would sometimes it would be really beautiful and very thick and had an interesting bunch of flavors, but sometimes it was uh, kind of murky, uh, the the oil would make it kind of like a, a, a low brown that seemed not quite exactly right uh, and had other problems as well. And I started wondering, what is it really that makes a great plate of fried seafood uh, possible? And I started paying really close attention, just asking in some cases, could I go in your kitchen and watch how you fry your seafood? Some, a lot of restaurants told me I could do that. Among them were the people that run New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. They said, yeah, yeah, sure, come in and we'll show it to you. And uh, what it boiled down to, no pun intended, well, no pun intended, uh, uh, what they were doing was they were changing the oil very frequently. And sometimes they would uh, take a look at it and say, well, this is getting a little over the, over the hump uh, and it would be decided to take that out or strain it or, or you know, do some kind of way to keep it going. But usually it was just a matter of changing the oil and making it uh, the right temperature, which is about uh, 280 degrees, I'd say. And the results for this restaurant were so good. And they weren't really in the seafood business at that time. But uh, they got it on the, all of their menus pretty quickly. And that is how... We now have New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. There are about a dozen locations of it around town. Uh, Check out that seafood there. It's golden brown. It is greaseless, and it's everything you'd want from fried seafood. It certainly uh, fills the bill for me. And, uh, again, I tell you, uh, numerous locations around town to find it. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. And, by the way, one more thing. It's not a chain, really. It's It's a local chain. I'll give you that. Uh, but the, everybody is here who is, you know, from local sources. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. 260-6368. Nobody here? No. <laughs> 260-6368. 260-6368. Early, earlier I was looking around uh, for a recipe for something that somebody had asked me about. Uh, in fact, it was blueberry muffins is what got my my... Uh, question, and I looked at it, and I uh, was—I've just prepared an email. You can do that, by the way, if you'd like to. to if you don't want to go on the air, uh, first of all, give it a try. It's—it's it's really much easier than you think it is. It's not—it's not, it's not uh, going to make you feel funny. Uh, anyway, we were—we were, uh, uh, we were uh, messing around with that, and uh, someone asked me for uh, a recipe for uh, blueberry muffins. Good question, because a lot of people love them. And I know at our house, we we make them pretty often. Uh, But I don't want to just pick the refugee uh, recipes out of here. Got to check them first to make sure they're good. Anyway, we got to talking, my daughter and I. My daughter is a real, really great uh, baker. She really knows what she's doing. And she, when she was a much younger girl loved going out into the Cool Water Ranch, which you know, we have uh, enough uh, area that we live on where there are uh, quite a few bushes of various kinds of berries like that, blackberries, uh, blueberries once in a great while, and huckleberries, strangely enough. And if we could get our hands on a bunch of them, we would make uh, these, these muffins and these other things and I have such a recipe here in case you're interested. Uh, we'd love to hear from you about that or anything else. 260-6368. Still nobody is calling us. Ah, oh, brother. 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. Let's move back onto uh, our Shia menu. See what else is on here. Um, we're still t- uh, in the section of their of their menu. Uh, that talks about uh, some fairly small, uh, sometimes fried, sometimes done in other ways, uh, to, to start your meal off. Uh, for the one we had today, the, it, there was a dish called machabucha, M-A-T-B-U-C-H-A. Would that what would that be? Matbucha, matbucha. I think that's it. Roasted chili pepper, stewed tomatoes, and uh, garlic. That's part of the uh, recipe. Bulgur salad. Bulgur salad is made from uh, the grains of that you will find that ultimately could become uh, something to make a flour out of. So that's, this is something you grill. Uh, and uh, in this case, though, when it's served as bulgur salad, they use the actual uh, uh, kernels that would in other t- times be maybe put... In a, to a mill, but that's that's not how it's used here. Uh, snap peas, preserved lemon, za'atar. Za'atar is an interesting pile of different kinds of seafood-related, uh, although that's how it comes across to me anyway. It's an herbal kind of collection, and it's served with just about everything. And if you ever go to a Middle Eastern restaurant, ask them for, a, for some za'atar. They'll tell you. They know what it is. They'll tell you. Uh, and they'll get it for you, more like as not. Uh, feta cheese, mint, and parsley. All of these are items that sell for between $3 and $15, five for $23 at uh, Shia. And we're just going to go through their menu and look at what else they've got. It is a restaurant that has gotten a tremendous amount of attention, not just locally, but also nation- nationwide. A couple of years ago, uh, they were number one among the uh, winners of the James Beard uh, Association, and uh, and uh, they, they shared it with one other pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, credulity. No, that's not it. Um, anyway, it was uh, it was also. In uh, same uh, James Beard people, but uh, also in Esquire magazine, they said that this was uh, the best new restaurant of the year putting that out. So just some of the things that we found over there. We happened to go there for lunch today. my wife and my daughter and, and, and uh, my son, 26063682606368. How about it? Give me a call, would you? Let's talk about where you've been eating lately. Love to do that. We'll return with more of The Food Show in just a moment after First Please this. Hello there. Welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show. It's the only one of its kind in America as far as I have been able to find. And so I ask you, hey, give us a call. Let's talk about whatever it is on your mind that has uh, made deliciousness seem to be a natural habit. Well, we'd love to hear from you about that. If you found anything in a restaurant lately that was uh, fascinating, uh, tell us all about it, would you? Uh, I have in front of me here the menu for Shaya. This is a, a restaurant, a middle, uh, middle Eastern restaurant. Uh, they they call it a, a, a uh, uh, they're, they're, an Israeli uh, restaurant, is is the way they uh, describe that. Uh, that seems to be a, a pretty short jump, but uh, natural enough. So why not? Uh, anyway. I have their whole menu in front of me, and I thought we would just go through these to see if any of this uh, either grabs you or I can tell you the ones that grabbed me. So uh, they have a category of their menu. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't think I've mentioned this, but this is a lunch menu. And I, it, it could be that it's the same, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, it's it's not a lot different. We can just say that. So hummus, you know what hummus is. This is something that uh, burst on the season uh, in uh around uh, the country uh, back in the 1980s is what I remember, although it probably goes back farther than that. It's a classic item of uh, Lebanon, Lebanon-style cooking. Anyway, so uh, in this one category here, they have lamb ragu. We actually had this uh, today, and it was just terrific. A ragu uh, is a reference to a fairly Im- intense sauce, and has a lot of flavor to it. Uh, nice texture. They put a lot of work into that. A ragu, R-A-G-U, it's the same thing that in French you would find it as R-A-G-O-U-T. It looks like a ragout, but who would like a ragout when you can get a ragu? You know. Anyhow. Uh, Here's, uh, that. that's 15 bucks to get the lamb ragu with the chickpeas. Chickpeas are what most uh, hummus is made out of, also known as chickpeas. And uh, wait, what, what's the other? Uh, there's another uh, name for it. Uh, anyhow, uh, it, it, everybody knows what it is. It's just a critically important ingredient in all of Middle Eastern restaurants. Uh, all right, so English peas. You ever notice that whenever somebody tells you, uh, in a restaurant particularly, uh, you ask them what kind of uh, vegetable side dishes do you have, it's, and they'll inevitably uh, say green peas. And then you say, "What?" Say uh, English peas. And then you might hear that something a couple more times. Uh, and it always seemed to me that when the only time you'd see that is when the restaurant was desperate to get rid of some of these chickpeas. Anyhow, uh, that is served with. Uh, green garlic, lemon, and mint, um, basil lemon, and uh, 12 bucks for that. Uh, tahini, it's a version of extra olive oil mixed with Aleppo peppers. Aleppo peppers are pretty darn spicy. They look like uh, the—we had some done as French fries uh, uh, over there at, at Shia. They have really, really good French fries. It seems like a weird thing to get in something so exotic, a restaurant, but it's really part of the, part of the scene there. Uh, so um, this is called tahini, extra virgin olive oil, Aleppo peppers. The peppers are, are dried and then ground, and then they're sprinkled all over the fries. You cannot stop eating them. Uh, just, they're irresistible, just a great dish. The Food Show, that's, that's us. We'd love to hear from you about anything you've had that uh, struck you as delicious. Would you give us a call? It's in the phone book in case you were looking. Let's see. Cauliflower, caramelized onions, parsley, and cilantro, 12 bucks. These are all dishes you can get on the, uh, at the very least, the uh, menu, the uh, lunch menu at uh, Shire a Restaurant over on Magazine Street. 40, 4213 Magazine, to be exact. Let's see, what else they have? Fried chicken with uh, salsa verde, green sauce. Uh, Tunisian spices. Ah, t- Tunisian spices are very interesting because in Tunisia, or Tunis if you want, uh, they have uh, two queens, uh, two, excuse me, two, not two queens, two uh, kinds of cooking. That have merged together, one of them uh, Tunisia used to be a French colony for all in, in fact I'm wondering if it still might be it, it isn't okay, thank you uh, but it it was at one time of uh, Tunisia was a French colony, and then uh, they left and a lot of their cuisine was left behind in Tunisia and vice versa too. The a lot of people in northern Africa eat French food mainly because of that that connection. Well, anyway, they had fried chicken made with that. We got some of that uh, for lunch today uh, with uh, salsa verde, the Tunisian spices. They were brilliant orange red color, and then Aleppo peppers gave it that that color. It was cost it cost fourteen bucks for you know a big pile of them. Uh, we ate every one of them, but we just barely. So, uh, anyway, hummus. Uh, all of these are dishes that we found over at uh, Shia. Uh, I have the whole menu in my hand, so I figured, well, let's play with this and see what we can find out. Uh, some smaller plates, although they don't seem smaller to me. Uh, roasted cauliflowers with olive oil and sea salt. Kibbe Naya. Oh, there's something you, you, uh, this is for the brave. And, uh, well, kibbe naya is uh, local beef, raw, ground up, served with uh, bulgur wheat, which we mentioned earlier, pecans, yogurt, belgarde, rye tosa. Belgard is a bakery here around New Orleans these days that is really uh, getting a lot of attention. That you, it, They turn up in a lot of restaurants lately. Anyway... Uh, Moving right along, they have a grilled artichoke with lemon and tahini. Uh, tell you about the ki- well I didn't finish giving you the details of the uh, kibbeh naya, uh, local beef uh, tartare with bulgur wheat. Yeah, I did tell you all this. Uh, then keep on moving. Uh, wood roasted broccoli. Now, now there's something I've seen. I've seen cauliflower done that way, but I don't know if I've ever seen it with done with broccoli. Anyway, green garlic. Broccoli pesto Hmm. Uh, with sunflower seeds. Move along. That's another one. Crispy halloumi. Crispy halloumi. Uh, Was she a dancer uh, for a long time? No, I don't think so. Anyway, this is roasted beets um, turned into a dressing with apples, herbs, and onions. Uh, That is the dish that I chose for my lunch today. And uh, it was really different from anything else on the plate. But uh, I thought it was terrific. The uh, two ladies that were traveling with me, my, my wife and my daughter, uh, they were a little less enthusiastic for it. But I'd have it again. Uh, crispy halloumi. That's a, actually an old uh, classic recipe from that part of the world. Here's another one. Uh, black eye pea mujara. Hmm. Cajun country rice, they say here. Vermicelli. Vermicelli is very thin uh, pasta. Vermicelli. It it translates literally as little worms. (laughs) These are not worms, little or otherwise. uh, But you can imagine that pasta that's the right size could look potentially like some worms. But you you don't want any worms. Uh, Let's see. What else uh, do they have there? Uh, falafel, too. Falafel, a lot of people love that with tahini and harissa again. And these are just things off the menu here. I, I just thought I'd lay it on you in case you've never seen uh, this menu before. Shaya is the name of the restaurant, uh, and it's on Magazine Street, 4213 Magazine Street. As far as I know, they're open seven days a week, but they are hard to get a reservation for. Uh, we have found this to be true oh, numerous times uh, the, the girls in my life, they, uh, they love going there. In fact, it's my daughter's birthday. Uh, uh, let's see, when is that? That is uh, Friday, I think. No, it's not. I should have looked first. But anyway, uh, she, that's, that's where she wanted to go for her birthday, uh, to Shia. I would do that, and you know, if you like it, it's a good looking place. You never know who you're going to run into there. Every time I go there, I, I run into a bunch of people I know. 260. Six three six eight. Please call us. We'd love to hear from you. What you've been eating lately? Tell me about it, would you? Thank you. We'll be back with more of the food show after first. Please this. Welcome back. This is the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Uh, we have a f- telephone over here. You can use it. And if you have anything you want to bring up uh, about the eating that you do, uh, we are here looking for great food as well as you are. And we'd love to hear from you about that and anything else on your mind about dining out, dining in, wines, all of that. Speaking of wines, last week I uh, I had some free time available and uh, my daughter was was with me and uh, we were both looking for lunch. So we went over to uh, Martin Wine Cellar Uh, and, you know, I used to go there all the time. And uh, obviously, for some of the reasons, uh, they had wine tastings and they were really uh, put together in terms of wine. They really had a great stock. The prices were good, too. Anyway, uh, always was a, a big fan of mine or, or, or maybe the other way around, I should have said. But uh, anyway, they, uh, the guys at Martin Wine Cellar, back in the 1980s, they added a deli to their uptown location which is now uh, it, both its lo- uh, other one uh on Veterans Highway and they have a, uh, the uh, that's the original oh no it isn't wait the original location is the one on uh, on Barone Street and then they opened up a second location in Metairie. and uh while i was uh, uh going there all the time because i would eat there a lot their sandwiches are really good they did some really nice deli style uh, plate dishes and something new every, every, uh, every day. Uh, anyway, we went over there. We had a nice time. I was expecting to run into a, a few people that I remember from the times when I used to hang around there all the time. And I couldn't find any. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I, I've been holding back and haven't been at Martin Wine Cellar enough lately. Yeah, yeah, that must be it. So I better check into that. Uh, anyhow, uh, for the longest time, and as far as I know, they are still doing this. If you want to know about wine, uh, the, the, the way that will be the most effective is to start going to these wine tastings that they hold every Thursday night. If, it, if, it's, if it's still there, I, I would be surprised if it were not still there because uh, they uh, really had a lot of regular customers that came out of that. But it was a wine and probably still is, as I say, a wine cellar, uh, uh, a wine event that would bring typically eight different wines to the table. And everybody, uh, these were blacked off on the bottle so you couldn't read the, the label to tell you what it was. Everybody had to guess on what the wine was. And it was just fascinating to do. If you want to learn uh, anything about about food or wine, wine more than anything, uh, go over there and ask them when their uh, next group of uh, Thursday night tastings. They do this at the restaurant, at, at the uh, Morton's, and uh, it's fascinating. I mean, There's it just everything you could possibly imagine from the world of wine. And uh, it was just on my mind yesterday because we were in the neighborhood and we had lunch over there. And... Uh, uh, I, rem- I remember just some wonderful evenings spent with, with people who would become friends in the future. I didn't know too many people uh, when I first started doing it. But after a while, you got to know just about everybody in the wine world anyway. This is the food show. Call us up, would you? And we, we, we'll, uh, lo- we'd love to have you here talking about food and restaurants and all this. We do it every single day. It's the only program of its kind in America as far as I know. And uh, we talk about food, restaurants, cooking—you know, anything along those lines. If you have any concern as to whether, before you call me, if it's the you know the right person to talk to, and you know all that, don't even give it a second thought. Just call us, and that's all. We we would uh, have a happy time over both of us if we if we could uh, have you join us. That's that's what it's all about. It's a convivial thing to do—wine drinking and and food-eating and all that, 260-6368. Earlier, we we noted that today is Coca-Cola Day. I, I We have no idea where this came from. Uh, obviously, probably from Coca-Cola itself. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but uh, I, re- uh, I mentioned something that happened when I was a kid. Uh, my aunt had a, uh, this was her phone number, Victor, uh, and then there was a two-digit number after that, uh, and it was just the right number of digits uh, for a regular phone number, and uh, you could call that number, and it was, uh, the, the way most people did it, just so they'd remember it, uh, was to just dial up Pluto. Pluto. I don't know where that come from, came from or why it was there. But you'd dial that up. Now, this is on the old-fashioned uh, uh, phone that had just one digit on it. And uh, there would be a, an announcer that would come on that says, Take five. Coke brings your love alive. I, I, something like that. And I thought, that's wild. And I dialed it again. And every time I called him, there would be uh, new people doing these uh, announcements, and they'd uh, tell you to ha- have a Coke at the end of it. Of course, that was the whole thing. And some something about it I found entertainment, entertaining. I would just sit there at the phone and dial it over and over and over again. Anybody remember that? Or is that just me? Was I crazy to remember that? I'm, I'm not sure about that. 260-6368. There we go, but up, up, up. Getting back to the Cool Water Ranch and my daughter, uh, she is a baker. She is quite a good baker, and uh, she also uh, has a sense of of flavor for uh, especially very fresh uh, items. And when she was little, this would have been when she was single digits for sure. We used to go uh, out into these uh, you couldn't call them tree farms or anything like that, but there was. we would build trails through, uh, through the adjacent woods that where we live. And we would uh, oftentimes find big piles, big stacks of blackberry uh, uh, growing right there. Now, that's a little hard because there's there are uh, a lot of little pricks in it, and, and you've got to be careful with those. Uh, but uh, we used to pick hundreds, if not thousands, of those blueberry blackberries, and you could do almost anything with them. Of course, you don't hardly ever see them anymore. But uh, I still get stuck every now and then by the by the, the little the pricks. As the only thing I could think, of. sorry about that. Two six zero six three six eight. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Nice to be here with you talking about the food scene around town. It's the only program of its kind anywhere in America. If you don't believe me, next time you travel somewhere, uh, let us know uh, you're going and we'll uh, figure some, some good ideas out for you. Let's see. Let's get back to our uh, Shia menu that I picked up on my way out of there today. We had lunch there, my wife and daughter and I, and son too. And uh, moving uh, into a section of their menu, they're just headlined as salads, okay. They have something called an Israeli salad, cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, uh, onions, za'atar, vinaigrette, that's interesting. It takes that herb. It's a herbal, a very uh, interesting flavor there. Vinaigrette, uh, parsley, and Bulgarian feta cheese. Feta, good stuff. Uh, Fatouche salad, toasted pita, the the pita bread that they serve over at uh, Shaya knows no equal. These you know uh, the whole idea of uh, of something uh, like that, and you you do see it in just about every kind of restaurant. Uh, uh, but uh, I've never seen anybody do uh, those things better than. Uh, Shia did, and we sat there eating a bunch of them. But anyway, this is the pita bread I'm talking about. It's a flat bread, but the way they make it, it's not particularly flat. It's pretty thick, in fact, and you, you can just scoop things on it, uh, use it as a dipper or whatever, but it's, uh, it's terrific. So uh, we had toasted pita bread with herbs and spring vegetables and lemon, 11 bucks for that a chopped salad they have it is uh, made with asparagus snap peas chickpeas radishes sunflower seeds and umba yogurt have no idea what that is but uh yeah try it once you'll probably like it Thir- 13 degrees uh, i'm sorry 13 um, uh, 13 cents that is uh, what comes uh, 13 bucks yeah did i say what what did i say cents excuse me uh, then we move on to uh, the large plates they have here. Crispy, whole market fish with ginger, turmeric. Turmeric is something that will make you feel better. Uh, cucumber, radishes, tzatziki. 36 bucks for that. That's where the fish comes in, The, uh, the these uh, good size crispy fish. Uh, let's look at another thing here. Uh, comb, place, pastures, ribeye, asparagus, za'atar, Herbed tahini 34. I have no idea what that figures out to be, but my guess is that they have a, a an item here called a chermoula, and it's made with uh, with shrimp, um, wild shrimp, Gulf fish, onions, lemons, cilantro, olive oil for 20 bucks. So that's a, that's a deal on that, uh, and a couple of more items in there. That's where their entrees for di- for uh, dinner time come in. Uh, I want you to know if you want to try this place, Shaya, S-H-A-Y-A, I would make a reservation for sure and I would make a reservation for early in the afternoon because uh, it it really does sell out very, very quickly and it has a huge following and with good reason. It's a great product that they have over there. This is uh, over at uh, Shaya, S-H-A-Y-A. This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. I could sure use a little conversation with you. Well, how about it? Come in. You know, you and I, uh, we go back a long way. I mean, there was that time when you tried to drive over a, a, a railroad, and instead here came an armadillo. And you just did the funny things that happen in life. Call us. 260 pam bum bum what else do we do now somebody on hold oh come on somebody call we want we need somebody to call us on the air. 2606368 doop 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 let's see i've been looking over uh, i was looking for I, I, and i mentioned uh, the the berries uh, to see if i could find a recipe for for a few of them that i was looking for but in the meantime I have come upon a recipe for onion soup, which had been mentioned about 20 minutes ago. Somebody wanted to know if I had a recipe for onion soup. I do indeed. This is kind of long, but let's see what we get. Okay, you heat some butter in a saucepan. You slowly cook the onions in the butter. How much butter? Three tablespoons. Over low heat... And you, let it, you stir it every now and then until it's just beginning to brown and caramelize. This takes about 15 minutes. Well, this is where I break away from the author of this book. Because I try to get, if I'm doing an onion soup, what I try to make happen is that the onions will turn very slowly a darker and darker and darker a curl, uh, uh, curly, kind of uh, collection of, of yellow onions that you've, you've sliced very uh, thinly. And it takes a little more than 15 minutes, although I, I think you could probably get away with that, but it would be even better if you, if you let it just sit there and stir it every now and then, and it'll get darker and darker up to a point, and then, you know, you just have to use your instincts on this. And uh, then you cook that for a while over low heat as I mentioned. Uh, you stir in the flour and then uh, a teaspoon of salt and, and pepper. And then you add the beef broth. The one to use is a broth made from uh, uh, just, and I, I love it to do it with this, uh, to do it with uh, tails uh, from the, from oxtails is exactly right. And, uh, you make a broth out of that. You can also make some chicken with it, and sooner or later, from the onions getting darker and darker and darker as they cook, and the flavors that come from uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, uh, what we were just talking about the the dox, the oxtails, and uh, you just let it cook away uh, long enough until it gets to be a just very agreeable. Uh, Color, and that's when you that's when you eat it. Uh, I get so many, even from French restaurants, with, which I ought to know better, onion soups that are just like some vapid, nothing kind of color to it, and uh, that's that's not it. It's amazing to me. We have very few restaurants that do it even in a satisfactory way, uh, let alone in a really good way. Uh, maybe we we'll get the word out one way or another. 260-6368. Give us a call and tell us what you've been eating, where you'd like to go. Let's see, there's something else I wanted to bring up. I can't remember what. Maybe, uh, maybe it'll jog my memory in a minute. 260-6368. 260-6368. Uh, if you call right now, you'll you'll... Be right in there. It won't take you very long at all. And uh, please remember that if you um, have, were cooking something or if you went to a certain restaurant and you really liked it, don't keep it to yourself. Tell us. We have so many people who want to hear that kind of stuff. Uh, you, you would never know it to listen to me uh, doing the program, uh, but we have a lot of people listening to this thing. And uh, we'd have even more if, if you would give us a, ca- a call because you can't hang up on me. I mean, it's just it's something that people seem to be very, resp- uh, very uh, nice about. So, come on. 260 Or how about this? Hey, Tom, here's so- I don't want to talk to you, but here's something I think you ought to do on your show. Okay, call me and tell me that. I, I would be very receptive to that. 260-6368. Boop, boom, 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 boom. Silly, isn't it? Anyway, uh, call us and uh, there we'll be. We'll all get a listen in on that. Let's see. There's something I, I really wanted to tell you about. But I, I can't remember what it was and nobody will call me to tell me. So here, who is this? Is, do we have a, uh, No. Okay. All right. 260-6368, the food show. And uh, there you go. Oh, this uh, Shia place, by the way, uh, they they have more variety in a typical meal there. We spent for the four of us, how many were there? Four or five of us. uh, We wound up spending right around $100. uh, And the amount of variety that was in all of this stuff was really just terrific. And I'm... I'm looking forward to uh, visiting some more of that. Dessert? They, they, you know, I don't think they had any desserts. But you know what we did instead? We went to Angelo Bricado's and, uh, and everybody had some of that. My, it, mainly, uh, that happened, uh, my son and I uh, went to Manresa one year, a few years ago, and on the way home he said, you know, Why don't we go to Angelo Bricado's and have some ice cream? It it seemed to be the perfect thing to do after three days of not talking at all. But uh, we went over there and had a really nice time. Uh, Anyhow, there, there that is two six zero six three six eight. Oh, should I? It's it's no. Okay, all right. Okay, I won't. I don't know what that is. Uh, We're getting to the end of the program, aren't we? Well it can happen. <laughs> Sometimes I wish it would, but uh, you know it's, uh, we, we try to uh, extend our, our program as much as we possibly can. And uh, every day, every now, we, uh, we have now and then uh, rough days. This has been one of those. I'm sorry, uh, tomorrow we'll make up for it some kind of way. Mary Ann, believe it or not, no, 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 oh, I'm sorry, Greg. Excuse me, wrong button. Greg? I know you don't have much time left, but would you tell us what Shia's is? What is Shia's? Shia is the the name of the original chef of a restaurant on Magazine Street, and uh, they do the the food of the Middle East, specifically Israeli cuisine, and they've won lots of awards. Uh, The product is just terrific. And there you are. All right. Enjoy. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of The Food Show. I uh, thank you very much for being here today. Good night. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word